1: let's talk cricket rob Quiney has uh, been on the line and waiting to get into this good morning to you robbie
0: yeah good morning maddie how you going mate
1: good thank uh, you the brisbane heat did you see that one coming i mean in the end um thanks to michael nisa they were they were quite extraordinary the way that they just closed it down and here they are in the final taking the sydney sixes spot which many thought was going to be a sixes scorchers final
0: I was one of those people as well, Matty. Um, I definitely thought it was going to be a six of scorcher. I, I, I knew it was going to be a, a bit of an ugly game. <clears throat> I didn't think it would be as ugly as it was. Unfortunately, the wicket didn't. Um, it wasn't uh, conducive for high scoring. Um, I think that's what the Sixers want. They won the toss. They batted first. Um, clearly, I listened to Dan Christian last night. They felt like they were 15 runs short. Um, you know, I was expecting they needed 150, but it sounded like 130, 135 was going to be enough. Um, but... Hell of an effort from the Brisbane Heat to, you know, to finish fifth, and you know, for them to win this Big Bash, they're going to have to win five finals, and that's an amazing effort. So um, they're there. Um, can they knock off the scorches? I, I, I don't, Again, I don't think so. But they keep surprising us, don't they?
1: I had a chat with Dougie Bollinger yesterday, and I threw him the question, and, and I'll throw it to you about momentum, and the way that the Heat as you just pointed out there, had built their back-end momentum. They got the run going. They came into this with the two out of two wins. So I think maybe five out of six, I think, is the right figure. But they just came yep. home with that with that sail up. Um, how much do you think momentum plays in that kind of format of the game where it can turn on, on, a, on a ball, really? It can change in and over, and that's what happened at the back-end there. Michael Musa turned it around in that power surge. So do you reckon the Heat it had the momentum more than the Sixers?
0: Uh, heading into the game, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do think they had um, more of the momentum. I, I think I, I experienced it as a player, and you always hear it um, when people are playing in tournaments and it doesn't matter what sport, is that making sure you're peaking at the right time and the, and the right time is coming into finals. And, and this is where the Heat are now. You know, the, the biggest part about last night's win was all the talk around losing um, Labashane uh, Renshaw and Kalaja and being without Swetson. Um, but they still got the job done on a, you know, quite a, a foreign wicket to the Brisbane Heat. So um, they've gone out there full of confidence, and like you said, momentum, uh, and got the job done chasing a, a tricky target. Um, I ch- I, yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to get over the line against Perth. Last time they played against Perth, Perth did them easy. I think they chased the Heat's total down um, with well, just two wickets down. So, um, and, and talk about momentum. The Perth Scorchers are taking momentum over the last few years. <laughs> Let alone the last few games. Um, they're amazing side, and I think if if they win it, it's their fifth final, and um, I think they've yeah their fifth title, and they've been in seven or eight finals since the inception. This is number thirteen, so it's an amazing effort from the Scorchers. But really hope that the, the heat can bring their A game, and they haven't played their grand final already.
1: Yeah, that, those numbers are off the charts. I mean, they've they've won four of them, and they've been in seven finals leading into this one the Perth Scorchers so no doubt about it I mean the fact of of that alone plus Optus Stadium is going to be a massive one for the Brisbane Heat and they've shown that they're they're not afraid to take it up we've been playing a bit of what if this morning and you just mentioned three four key names but three key names especially for the Heat of Labashane, Kawaja and Renshaw and then the what if of Steve Smith if he, if he performs at half the average that he performed at throughout the five games that he played, you get to that 130, 140 mark. If he performs at the average, you get towards the 180 mark. I mean, it's a it's a fair old yeah. what if. So let me throw this one at you. Just just play a bit of <laughs> what if with me. <laughs> if it was, yeah. what if last night it was, Smudge was in that team for the Sixers and yep. what if Manus and Kawaja and Renshaw were in the Heat team Last night, I mean, do you, would you be prepared to say that it ends up the same way, or does it even itself out?
0: I, I, I think even if the they had, the Heat had their batters, and like you said, Tomadge got the total up to 150. I'm back in the Sixers to defend that. Um, right. It just it looks such a hard wicket to bat on, and the last time the Sixers played there. Um, I think Smith got 100, and he was the only one that looked like what he was doing out there. I remember Moses Enriquez batting with him, and he was at a run of ball and and feeding Smith the strife, but it looked really hard, and, and Smith was the only one that really stood out on a wicket like that. So, um, yeah, I, I think it might have helped the Sixers, but um, in saying that, the, the Sixers had the personnel, had everything go their way. I think it was crucial moments that didn't go their way. I think there might have been a drop catch from Philippi also O'Keefe, okay um, another one that um, didn't quite carry to Kerr at backward points. And then Josh Brown just pumped O'Keefe's third over down the ground for, for two sixes. And at that stage, I thought, no, no, I think the Heat are going to do this. They managed to, to get the Heat six for 85 when Max Bryant got out. And I thought, nah, it's flipped again. And i was getting texts from, from other other guys and other cricket mates saying, nah, sixes at home. And I'm like, there's, there's one more twist to come. There's got to be. <laughs> it just seems like that game. And... And Michael Nessa played a hell of an innings. And the over that Hayden Kerr bowled was obviously, the, I guess, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. I think it went for 15 and there was three boundaries in a row. And um, Michael Nessa like, kept his cool. Not only has he done the job with the ball all season for the Heat, but he stood up and shown that he can be calm and cool and methodical with the bat as well, which was crucial.
1: Just a quick one before I let you go. So there's a, a news around this morning that South Australia are looking to try and do a swap, essentially, with the SCG test. It's not about date or venue, it's actually about opposition, they don't want another Windies test they want a Pakistan test um, so I've outlined yep. all the reasons behind it, do you think it's a valid call to, to say let's let's have a look at a switcheroo because we think that we should have based on the numbers that they get down there and based on the weather in Sydney but they they're saying we should have the chance to have essentially a better opposition than the West Indies two tests in a row across the two summers that it would be
0: yeah, I think they've got every right to. But in saying that, like, you know, Sydney, you guys are probably going to sit there and go, well, we deserve we it well with the SCG. You know, I think the one thing that might complement it and people might joke about it is is finding just a different date for the SCG test from a weather perspective. And someone coming from Melbourne, that might fit, sound like contradictory, <laughs> but um, I think all the statistics show that there's been a lot of days washed out, and go maybe maybe there is a chance for a switcheroo, but. Um, I'd I'll, I'll leave that to those at the SACA and, and obviously Canadian South Wales and the SCG Trust to, to sort that out. I reckon that there, there might be discussion more around the dropping wickets at the SCG as opposed to the opposition. I think that might be a bigger um, fish to fry for them at the moment. So, um, But I, I can see both both sides of the fence. It'll probably sound like I've got splinters in my backside here, Matty. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it's an interesting one. It's led us down the path of straight swaps for sports. So what what could you swap if you got the chance anywhere, and, and we're starting a fair old fight, I would say. I was going to say debate, but it's a pretty good fight that we're having this morning, but you don't need to be part <laughs> it's of that, descalated. Rob. <laughs> yeah, good on you, mate. Appreciate your time this morning. Yeah,
0: thanks for having me, Matty.
1: Take care, mate.